Hello fam, I'm recording this podcast, got a lot to say, Um, I haven't planned anything out but I've had the feeling all day and yesterday that I have to record a podcast and just let it flow. So I'll start off with setting the scene for you. I'm sitting here in Uangela National Park, literally no one's around, I'm in my van, Janice. It's about 7 p.m. now. There's so much stars around. There's a lookout, which I'm going to... I looked at already, but I'm going to wake up at sunrise, well, before sunrise, and walk there um, with my yoga mat and hot drink, do my morning rituals. Usually it's a bit of yoga. At the moment for yoga, I'm just doing five Surya Namaskars, um, sun salutation A, and then one or two rounds of um, sun salutation B, and then a little bit of like spinal movement, cat-cow. Then I follow that with some qigong. Very, very simple, just 10 to 15 minutes of qigong. Um, often very, very similar. I just open the qi gates, uh, do some opening poses. I do like the one where you're twisting and um, one hand's tap, tapping your lower back and one hand's tapping your front, um, the kidney. And then I just do a little bit of like flowing kind of Tai Chi movements. And I've been really enjoying doing that. And then I'll drop into a little bit of breath work. Not too much. Um, recently I have been doing uh, Wim Hof because I've been enjoying it. Um, I stopped it for quite a long time because I just didn't enjoy it anymore. But now, um, yeah, I did it two days in a row and I really liked it. But generally for breath work, I'm just doing pranayama. I do one or two rounds of Kapalabhati, breath of fire, and then one round, like maybe five minutes of alternate nostril breathing, which I think is called Nadi Shodhana. And then, yeah, if I want to go more, I just go into some Wim Hof. But yeah, that's what I've been doing for my practices in the morning. And then the drink that I've been having... Uh, would wake up. I usually uh, drink my urine, my fresh urine in the morning, <laughs> and then I will have a little bit of warm water with a couple drops of atomic nascent iodine, 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 which I got from the farmers markets. And then I'll wait about twenty thirty minutes, and I'll do my practices and all that stuff, and then I'll have my proper morning tonic which will be like warm water, fire cider, raw honey, shilaji, moringa powder, MSM and beauty blend. And sometimes if I'm feeling like a mad dog, add in a bit of mad honey. <laughs> if you haven't already seen it, I talked about that night when I was in um, around Byron Bay and I accidentally OD'd on mad honey and I had a, had a pretty rough night felt very, very sick. That's on uh, YouTube. <laughs> I thought, I'd, yeah, the, these podcast episodes, I feel like because it's a podcast and you don't have to actually like watch my face and you can kind of like listen to this podcast while you're driving, while you're going for a walk, while you're doing whatever you want, I can go for a bit longer and go for a bit more in depth. I save like the shorter videos for Instagram and then the medium length videos, um, with like cool photos and all that stuff for YouTube and then the longer in depth kind of going deep into my mind and what's going on in the journey, like sharing the journey 
on the podcast. So I know that on this podcast I've got quite like a smaller exclusive audience. So it's people that, like those of you that if you're listening now, it's because you're close to me or you're walking this journey with me and you're a bit more invested as opposed to Instagram, people just looking at the stuff. But yeah, so I've been traveling on the road for just over five weeks now. Yeah, time really, really flies. Five weeks. I'm heading to Cairns where Ina's going to meet me in one week. Um, quite a few changes have happened. So something, I haven't um, used any shampoo. I haven't used any soap. I haven't cut my hair. I haven't... Sorry, I just got a little bit distracted because some car was just speeding past me. Alright, anyway, back. Yeah, I haven't done anything pretty much. I haven't shaved my face. So if you look at my Instagram, I look pretty scruffy. Primal. Primal. And, yeah, this whole primal living, I've been getting into it a bit more. So for a long time, I was actually going quite... Um, spiritual for the last few years feel like the pendulum was swinging and I was going like yeah very deep spiritual journeying with a lot of plant medicines looking at things very introspectively and like doing a lot of meditation practices starting to go towards more like plant-based vegan diet and all of that stuff doing like Vipassana which is which was great for the time being, but this this journey out for me, away from everything. Like when I left, I said, you know what, the whole reason why I'm leaving everything behind is because whatever was happening, it just wasn't working for me anymore. Like I wasn't feeling alive. I wasn't excited to live anymore as a human being. I just was waking up and not really excited to live, and I had a lot of anxiety and thoughts and stresses. So this trip, I said, you know what, I'm going to just go and I'm going to challenge my belief systems. I'm going to really let go of all the, I should do this. No, you shouldn't do that because this person told you that because this YouTube video, because this podcast, it's just do whatever the fuck you want. Live from your heart, live from your soul and like live with passion and actually just live life, Toby. Because often when I was in Adelaide, I would be very like strict. So this is the things you can do and these are the things that you can't do. And it felt like the more I learnt and the further that I went down this path and this journey, the narrower my path got and the less things I could do and the more of a prison that I was creating for myself with these rules and regulations that I had self-imposed because some spiritual guru on the internet said, you must only eat plants. And someone said, you must meditate for two hours every day. And all these fucking things, these people, that they project what works for them on other people. And then I was, I'm like a sponge. Because so I've been deep in this researching, seeking knowledge. I've been seeking for a very long time. And so when you keep seeking, you keep building up more and more knowledge and information. And it's good. But it's also a double-edged, it's dangerous double-edged sharp knife that if you don't know how to use this knowledge, the knowledge is going to cut you. And that's what it did to me because I was very young and naive. 
I would listen to someone, and if they seemed credible, like whoever it was, like the the fucking sad guru or Tony Robbins or any of these people, if they seemed credible, I would instantly take it on board and be like, I'm going to do this every day because this person said so. And then it kind of got to a point where none of this shit was working for me. And then I didn't know what I wanted to do either because I'd been listening to these external voices and I didn't even know what I wanted to do anymore. Like I would have all the time in the world and I'd be like, what do you want to do, Toby? And I would just kind of sit there thinking, oh, I don't know. So I would end up like taking mushrooms and doing whatever. When I took mushrooms though, then I knew what I wanted to do <laughs> or any plant medicine whatsoever. It would help me. But then I became a little bit reliant on it. And you'd be proud to know that on this whole trip, it's been like, yeah, over five weeks. And I haven't done very much plant medicines or drugs or anything. I've just done mushrooms once and I had a really, really good time. And it wasn't even that much. It was one and a half grams. So that goes to show. I haven't really felt the call to. But I do want to try um, ketamine and, and weed. I heard it's a good combination. That's what <laughs> Aubrey Marcus said on his podcast again. But I want to try it for myself. I'm not going to take his word for it. But yeah. Um, okay, so I wanted to talk about diet first, actually. This is one of the big things. Because, as I said, like if you look at the spiritual community and the spiritual path and all these teachings, naturally, you kind of find yourself starting to believe that a vegan and plant-based diet is the way to go. It's the, the healthiest thing. It's the best for the environment. It's the best for longevity and spiritual development and everything. So I believe that and I've been doing that lifestyle for maybe four or five years heading towards a vegan plant-based diet. And one stage I actually was vegan for six months and I was like one of those really, really adamant, passionate vegans where I was telling people what they should and shouldn't eat and to be honest, I'm glad that not many people listened to me at that time because I could have done some people damage. And um, yeah, well, at the moment now, I'm actually heading towards a more of a primal, ancestral way of living and eating, which is, to be honest, it's more of an animal-based diet. And I didn't go out seeking this. I remember just like I was driving one day and I started thinking, man, I want to eat a really good grass-fed steak and I want to get some organic beef liver. It just felt like it. So I, so I had it and I felt like really, really good and actually quite free because this is, this is going the exact opposite. It's going completely against the grain of my belief system where I believe that red meat's so bad for you, all this stuff. So I had it and I felt good. And then the next day I had it, it again, I, had, I got some bone broth, I had a big rump steak, I had beef liver, beef kidneys, and um, some eggs. And I've been going like this for a while. And I noticed that when I've been doing this, my allergies so far have gone away. This is just my own personal experience. So like for a long time I was waking up in the morning like with a sniffly nose um, inflamed and like sniffing and sneezing and blowing out a lot of mucus. And since I've started this primal, more, more prime, not completely primal and not completely like carnivore or anything, still eating fruits, coconut yogurt and a little bit of vegetables. Like I haven't 
like gone the whole way back yet. But I've just been experimenting、um, gradually. And I've been waking up and I haven't been having mucus. I haven't been sneezing or having allergies during the day. Of course, this could attribute to a lot of things. But I think like this diet has been like one of the biggest, biggest things. That's like the biggest change that I've made recently. So that, that's all, something very, very interesting. And I was like, I didn't want to talk about this originally because I remember a few times on Instagram when I've posted what I've eaten and it's been, let's just say, like some kangaroo or something like that. I've gotten like a lot of, what's it, what do you call it, like backlash. Like a lot of my friends that are vegan or a lot of people on the internet that I don't even know would start messaging me like aggressive stuff and like hate mail. I went fishing a while ago and I posted a video of it. And then, because I used to be in the, the vegan like community or cult kind of thing. And I have a lot of vegan friends and I really love them all. But like specifically the vegan like groups and community and all that stuff. And some guy that's been following me since I was vegan must have seen the video. And he started abusing me and sending me like paragraphs of messages saying, like, I should take this down. What the fuck's wrong with me? All this stuff. And then I just kind of I just blocked him because he was annoying me. And I didn't reply. I said, I did. I replied once. I was like, dude, just this is my life. I can do whatever I want.、Um, just leave me alone. Mind your own business. Stay in your own lane. Um, I'm on my own journey, you're on your own journey, and live yours, kind of thing like that. And I found out that he'd screenshotted my profile, posted it like in heaps of vegan groups, made a YouTube video about me saying that I'm like a fake vegan, which I never claimed I was a vegan. I haven't done that for、like、the last three or four years. And tried to make everyone like really just send me messages and hate me and report my account and all that stuff. Which was like really toxic. So that made me like a bit more afraid to post things. And also the fact that a lot of my friends in、um, the community and tribe、um, are plant based. And like that's great because people can do whatever they want to do. People can make their own decisions for themselves as long as, it's, as, long as it is their own decision and they're not feeling pressured to have to do it. Which. I don't know, I felt like I had, to, I had to hide what I was eating sometimes, and I'd feel guilty about getting a steak or have, making bone broth, and I would not post that.、And、then I was like, hang on a second, Toby. This whole thing that you're doing, by, I pretty much share everything on Instagram and podcasts and YouTube, all that stuff. This whole thing that I'm doing is I'm documenting my journey, I'm documenting my life's journey, the ups, the downs, everything, all the vulnerabilities. And I'm like, why am I hiding this? Because I'm scared. It's like, one, I don't want to, I didn't want to offend people. Two, I was afraid that people were going to message me bad things and that I, could, I wouldn't be able to take it. And three, maybe that I was going to lose friends or respect from people because they would think that I'm inhumane. And I kind of thought about it longer, this whole diet thing. And I was like, you know what? I feel better when I'm eating animal products. And. It's not actually bad for the environment if it's done right. I'm not eating factory farmed meats、um, and I'm, being, I'm getting things local, so from local farmers around here, grass fed, regenerative farming, organic, all that stuff. And it's far easier to be healthy on this than eating like heaps and heaps of plants and. Packaged foods and like beans and lentils, all that stuff never really agreed with my gut. It would actually like 
cause me to bloat and I wouldn't feel very good and I would have to eat huge amounts of food when I was doing like a pure plant-based diet. And it was fun for a while like because I believed in it at the time. But I remember my stomach would hurt quite a lot and I would have a lot of allergies from the, the phyto-anti-nutrients that was found in vegetables. Um, and yeah, so it was a lot of just like propaganda and like belief systems so i've been like that's just an example i've been going against that and i could go in much deeper how that but i don't really want to get into any debates about what's better for the environment or what's better for your health it's like it's all personal and i believe that it's all we're all part of the same like food chain and cycle and ecosystem and it's whether you choose one way or another you have to own it and like people that are plant-based and eating heaps of soy and all that stuff and corn or whatever and wheat all that stuff is it's monocropping and they're using heaps of glyphosate they've cut down rainforests and cut down things to do this stuff and they're shipping it probably from mexico or whatever so that the carbon footprint and the environmental damages in my opinion it's probably it's probably much worse than Go into your local farmer who uses cows to regenerate it as regenerative farming to put back into the soil and is doing everything properly. I feel like that's, for me anyway, that's like definitely like a much easier choice. So that's it with diet. I don't want to go too much deeper into it. Hold up, I'm just going to have a sip of this epic drink that I made. So yeah, I like making a nighttime drink every night as well. I didn't have dessert today, which was good. I was like, yeah, I was good. I had my meal and I said, okay, I'm going to go for a little walk and then let's see if I feel like dessert when I come back. And I didn't, but I felt like a drink. So I had um, warm water, turmeric, black pepper, red ginger, ashwagandha, reishi mushroom, jing, coconut cream. Uh, the coconut cream that I got at the moment is from Woolworths. It's the macro organic one, and it's actually really, really good. I think it's one of my new favorite ones. Quite cheap as well, like two bucks. And uh, raw honey and a little bit of ghee and um, collagen. So this is actually a very, very yummy drink. Let me just have a sip real quick, and I'll quickly pause it. Yum. Super yummy, creamy, and sweet. Uh, that's the good stuff. So that leads me on to the next topic that I wanted to talk about is like while traveling solo on, on the road I found like it's good to have a balance of I guess certainty and uncertainty order and chaos it's good to have a balance of the two so what I've enjoyed doing because if it's all um, order and certain then what's the point of fucking traveling and any of this stuff because if I know exactly what's going to happen I have everything perfectly planned out there's no room for magic. But same goes for the, the opposite. If everything was just chaotic and I didn't plan anything and I was just like chaos everywhere, uncertainty, I'd be highly stressed and I wouldn't be able to do the things that I enjoyed because I would be in chaos. I wouldn't actually be able to get around to places. Like I would run out of petrol. I wouldn't know where I'm going. So it's that balance. This whole thing, actually, the more and more that I go deeper into this game of life, I find that it's all about that game of balance in between 
You could even say this is the masculine and feminine too. The masculine wants to have everything planned and logical and in order, and the feminine wants to flow. And I remember three years ago when I had um, combo and all that stuff, everyone was telling me, you're way too masculine, you need more feminine and flow. And probably that was true at the time. So I started like prioritizing and focusing on being more flowing and letting go of the structure. And it was fun for a while. And then all of a sudden that caused me so much stress and I wasn't getting things done and I was becoming un unhealthy and demotivated for life because I let go of the masculine structure, order, discipline, hard work. And I was purely just focusing on being yeah, we'll just go with the flow. Let's just see how it goes. And I was becoming very flaky as well because I'll be like, oh, no, I don't feel like it right now. And yeah, so it goes to show again, it's good. You need that balance of everything in life. And yeah, so on, on this trip, what I've been doing is finding a balance. So in, in the mornings, I'll have my one hours or two hour in the morning to myself where I do my practices, do my stuff. Then during the day, I'll have like a rough plan of the, the places I want to see or if I want to see people, the food I want to eat. But apart from those loose plans, like I'll leave the day very open so I can have time to like if someone starts a conversation or if someone tells me, oh, you should go see this place or someone's like, oh, do you want to get some food? Then I'm more, I'm free. I'm not going to be like, no, I have this planned out, this planned out, this planned out. I'm not going to do that because that just chases away the magic, which is one of the problems that I had actually back in Adelaide. I was, I had my life optimized and I had the things planned out. So I had left no room for the magic to flow. And then, so yeah, during the day it's a bit of flow and um, I can, I can go where I want and see the, yeah, see, see where like the journey and see where people take me. And then in the evenings and nighttime, like I'll, I like to settle down. I really enjoy this time every day. Like I love my personal time in the morning and I love my personal time in the evening. Like around 4 p.m., 5 p.m., I'll find a spot to land and I'll set up. Like I, I try to find like a nice lookout where I can look at the sunset or a nice patch of grass where I can put out my rug and cook some dinner. And I'll set up everything really nice. I really take a lot of effort. If you see my Instagram photos and videos in my story, you'll see that I take a lot of effort to do things. So I remember this quote that says, how you do something is how you do everything. So I'm like, you know what? If I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it 100% and wholeheartedly. I'm not just going to like shortcut and be like, ah, can't be bothered. No, I'm going to do it properly and yeah. So I would set up a whole picnic rug, I have my speakers, my stove, my chopping board, all my all my supplements, all my fruits, vegetables, meats, everything, and I would cook myself a nice feast and just fucking enjoy it and watch the sunset. Then after, I would, t I would wash up, I would pack up everything and make everything nice. Like you might say, that's a lot of effort to do every night, but yeah, everything's effort in life, and if I'm not going to put the effort into enjoying myself and setting up like a nice time for myself then if I can't even do that for myself how could I possibly do that for other people so mm, that's what that's another thing it's and I'll that process will go for maybe two or three hours and then I will wind down maybe go for a short walk 
and then go come back into Janus and set up the lights, brush my teeth, make a drink, um, play some music, sing, read a book. I've been enjoying reading this book recently. It's a very good book. I forgot the name, but I'll, I'll have to share it sometime with you guys once I've gone more deeper into it. And yeah. 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 So that, I reckon we'll wrap it up here because I don't want to repeat things that I've said in my Instagram or YouTube about those other lessons and things. But yeah, if you did have time and you wanted to listen to it, I put a new YouTube video up a couple of days ago and that was about 11 minutes long and I was going quite deep into some um, lessons and reminders for myself that um, I wanted to talk about. Anyway, much love, family. Soon I'll be reunited with Ina and this journey is going to take on part two. And let's see where it takes us. Peace and love.